Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Uh, I hope you're all doing well. It's been a long time. Eh, a bit. I just had to kind of take a break after the show was over, and I kind of recharged my batteries a bit, and I'm back. I was sick there for a while, and we have an email from that time I was sick. It only lasts about a week or so. From Tim Shorts, Gothridge Manor, talking about the monster description episode I did. Go ahead, Tim. Hey, Glenn. Tim Shorts from Gothridge Manor. Get better, my man. It sounds like you are getting pretty sick. Uh, the other thing I kind of would su- suggest on top of it is not only the physical descriptions, is the thing I like to add is actually like the movements and smells and, you know, the whole senses things in with it. Uh, I mean, it can be overdone, of course, but a few well-placed words and descriptions can really enhance, you know, a, a, an encounter. So, but yeah, sounds good, Glenn. Take care of yourself and get better. Thank you, Tim. And yeah, I'm all better now. And you're right about the whole census thing. I forgot about that. Usually I focus on the on the visual and it just sort of comes out that way. And I should pay more attention to what things smell like or sound like or things like that. But you're absolutely right. So thanks for that. I appreciate it. And let's see, what do we want to talk about? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I had a Monday game. This is our last game for the year. We will meet up again after the holidays. And I I tend to be a theater of the mind type dungeon master or game master. We were playing Astonishing Swordsman and we were running they were running through the charnel crypt of the Sightless Serpent. And they did a pretty good job cleaning out that dungeon and confronting the bad guy and things like that. And I didn't really have... See, I don't like... I mean, I have a map, okay? It's a good thing always to have a map. And one, I don't like doing maps, so I tend to borrow maps and things like that. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about how you can run a battle without a map. And sometimes... Well, first of all, you got, I got to face the fact that sometimes you need a map. Okay, fine. You need a map, you got to draw it out. I avoid that like the plague because I hate reaching over people trying to draw this out or assigning a mapper and you got to go, no, 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 it's it's 30 feet and then it goes diagonal for 20 feet. And does it look like that? Yeah, move that line over there. Okay, fine. Type of thing. Or I could just let them go, you know, okay, map, here. I'm going to describe it and you're going to write it down and... Come what may, see how good a mapper you are. I, I don't really care for that kind of stuff. I, I just like to do theater of the mind. I mean, I like using tokens and miniatures and things like that, too. And in the heat of the battle with bad guys, if you've got stuff down there, it looks great. We've done battles where we haven't even drawn the map. We just got the we just got the battle man out there, and we just put figures out. And I said, okay, the, the room's this big, and go. So we've done it that way. I've also found another interesting way to do it the other night at the game. They were in the climax of the adventure, facing off against the necromancer who who was pretty <laughs> I mean I didn't pull I did not pull punches with this guy because he was he's an eighth level necromancer 
And he had some pretty hefty spells at his disposal. But I also had to temper that with the fact that he's kind of nuts because he has been living for thousands of years, been taking potions of longevity, and they have a, a habit of you take too many of them, your, your brain starts to go. And so he just saw them as interlopers and was taking care of them. He totally, he's almost forgot about the reason why he was down there with the, the sightless serpent and all this other stuff. But hey, people break into his place, I ain't going to stand for it. And so he did a pretty good job, and it, I never pulled a mini out. I never drew a map. And I started relying on something I do in everyday life, which is landmarks. See, one of the people, one of the complaints people have with me is, first of all, GP, GPS has eliminated most of this. But if somebody wants to give me directions and they tell me the streets, I'll write down the streets but I want to know landmarks, too, because my brain is like landmarks. Okay, across the street from the Walmart. Or you know where that big thrift store is? We're right next to it. That kind of thing. Landmarks. And I started using that in the game. And, it's, and I was like, it's working because I can see the map. The map is in front of me behind the screen. I don't have to draw it. I just describe it. They tell me where they are, and I just look at the map. It's great. Like, he threw a lightning bolt down the hall. That was his first salvo in this battle. The door, He was sitting in a throne of bone, and he just had the door fly open and threw a lightning bolt down the hall into the chamber and passed it into another chamber. And I said, okay... You tell me what they tell me where they are and what they're doing, if they're in the room or not, what they're doing in the room or what they're doing outside the room. And one of the characters got caught in the lightning bolt and took a major amount of damage because the room, it was a crypt with with sarcophagi on either side in alcoves. And in the middle, there was this big statue of this demon lord. And I said, what are you guys doing? Okay, we're doing all this. And the lizard breaks through. They fight the lizard and they, they disband. They, they, they basically banish it because it's cursed. They'll come back somewhere else. But the point is he got rid of it. But then the necromancer heard him in the other room and he just like opened the door. Boom, lightning bolt. He ain't going to stand with for this, you know. And he even had he even had like nine zombies with him, female zombies with him, which I was getting ready to attack. But the cleric goes, okay, turn. I turned 12 of them. Damn. Okay, fine. They're turned. But he's he's pretty badass in himself. So I just use landmarks. I said, where are you guys? Are you in the sarcophagus area? Are you in the main area? One of the guys said, because I can see where he threw this lightning bolt down. He said, I'm standing in front of the statue of the demon. Okay, fine. The other people said, I'm here, I'm there, I can pretty much guesstimate looking at the map where they are, and I said, okay, you're in the direct line of fire, and he gets zapped, and he almost, he was like negative four hit points at that point. I'm playing negative constitution score for death, and so that gave the cleric a chance to, in one of his rounds, he came over and did Cure, cure moderate wounds just to stabilize him. So he was okay. But the point is, I knew where the characters were 
I could tell them where they were. They tell me, where are you? And I say, where are you in relation to this? Or are you in the sarcophagi or things like that? And it's kind of a ballpark thing. Because if I know ballpark where they are, you know, it's going to happen. I looked at the chamber. I knew how big the chamber was. It was like a 40 by 40 foot room, a hexagonal room, the main chamber. And he casts Forest of Bones, which in case you don't know Astonishing Swordsman, it's a spell where it's kind of like that one scene in Army of Darkness when Ash is trying to get away and he trips and all these skeleton hands come out and try and hold him down. That's what it is. And it hampers people's movement. You got to make a saving throw. If you make it, you can move at half speed or things like, I let him make a saving throw every round and... So, and I knew that cover, that was a 45, 40 foot area. So I knew he just threw that. I knew how much area it covered. I know who was in it, who was not in it. And I just went that way. And landmarks are good. You just got to remember to do it. You walk into a, a, bed, a, a bad guy's bedroom, four poster bed here. You've got a desk here. You've got a nightstand here. You've got a chest sitting on the opposite side of the wall. And you that's this is where I say I don't like maps, but I make sure I know what's in them and where things are. So they can say, Oh, I'm checking out the I'm checking out the the chest. Okay. Is it trapped? Well, roll for, for tra- where are you first of all, where are you standing? Are you standing right in front of it? Okay, fine, roll it. No, it's not trapped. Go ahead and pick the lock. So that kind of thing. Okay, I'm standing near the bed. Is there anything in the bed? Well, there, there's some kind of lump in the bed, and so up comes a ghoul or whatever. So I can do that, and I can do that during battle, and it might be advantageous for you guys to try it. Just remember the landmarks rule. Know what's in a room or an area and go from there. It's almost like you're plotting it in front of you with pieces, because I don't need to know exactly where a character is. I just need to know what, roughly what area he's in. Because a lot of things are area effect. You know that. So I can measure from there and just tell them, you're in here, you're not in here. The other big cardinal rule for this is compass points. North, south, east, west, and the variations thereof. You've got to know that the bed is on the east wall and the chest they're looking at is on the west wall where the doors are north south east west things like that you can go northwest southwest and they'll get kind of an idea but that is vital the compass points and the descriptions are vital now the players had no problem with this because they're of that ilk too. I know there are players who will have problems with this. Like, come on, I want to see the minis. I want to see where I'm going, where I'm, you know, I want to see in relation to, but they rely, in my game, they rely on me for that too. Okay. I, how far am I away from the bad guy? Okay. You're 60 feet away. Okay. I can hit that. Hit him. That's okay. That's okay. Now, like I said, I know a lot of, there's people, there's players out there or even, game masters who just don't like that. They're too, too. I'm not saying put everything in theater of the mind because there are going to be times when you actually have to lay it out, bring out the tokens of the miniatures and just wail. But I try to make those few and far between and a special case. 
I just, it's, it's not really laziness. It's just very, it's very tiring for one. And it's, I'm, you know, I'm not above saying, okay, you guys are here on the map and pull and hold the map up and go here. I just, I uh, fog a war be damned. You know, I just do it. So anyway, so take that for what you, for what you may, maybe you can use it. I don't know. And I'm going to go start my day. Nice Wednesday. I hope you're all having a great time. And it's the holidays right now. So I hope you're all having a, a great holiday season for whatever you, for whatever you believe in. Me, it's Christmas. So take care. And until I see you next time, keep the dice warm. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank <laughs> you.